0: You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the Kind book Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman.
1: Folks, it's fantastic to be here. Uh, I'm glad that I'm back on the podcast. You know, we dealt a little while where I was recast and played by a whole, uh, a whole array of different actors who sounded exactly like they do in all the films that they're in, uh, almost as if someone was doing an incredible impression of all of them. And now here I am, I'm back, you know, the studio and I have rectified our uh contract differences uh they've finally given into my demand which is that i be paid twice what you're paid regardless of that amount uh and uh now i'm here so uh it's great we can start doing the um podcast again that uh you know is brought us all of this acclaim okay i mean i don't know how to tell you i get paid zero dollars but damn it (laughs) curse you
0: math <laughs> Why well, i'm a zero be a sum <laughs> um yeah your
1: so ca- your ca- your catchphrase <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly yeah that's my tattoo um so yeah last week we watched uh, the suicide squad in case you didn't catch it uh you should go back and listen to the episode watch the movie before it leaves hbo max
1: yeah, and be sure that you watch The Suicide Squad, and not Suicide Squad, and not A Suicide Squad, and not an Suicide Squad. Yeah,
0: or Of Suicide Squad, all terrible. Yeah,
1: Definitely wa- don't watch The Suicide Squad, which is the German version. It's not very good.
0: I don't know. I feel like it might almost be... <laughs> just by the way you read the title it feels like maybe it'd be a good movie (laughs) yeah
1: wait hold on actually i think i like it looks a lot i want this now (laughs) uh very
0: coy uh, chairman
1: 3d made the title uh
0: i did find out something james gunn recently went to twitter to answer some questions and Uh i got great news for you Ben. help help go uh tdk
1: yep didn't
0: die he's still alive
1: that's impossible! But I they, saw him filled with bullets. No, they
0: never actually show him get shot. They only show his arms getting shot.
1: Okay, I thought apparently. I saw him. I, th- I
0: thought that they, they killed him too, but apparently they didn't. And so he through I'm pretty lived sure I, I remember it.
1: him being. I'm pretty sure I remember his abdomen being filled with bullets. I'm pretty sure I do. According
0: according to the director, he's I guess still he alive, would know. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess he would know. I didn't pay that close Although, attention.
1: I, I'm still confused how like it's it suggested that Weasel escapes despite having a bomb and tracker in his head. So I don't know uh <laughs> yeah good
0: point good point it is a little confusing uh as
1: long as as long as weasel is the villain of the next movie I'm, you know i'm happy
0: <laughs> yeah he, he somehow has superpowers
1: now and then like it's the it. very end
0: of the movie before they realize that he still has the bomb in his head and they just blow it
1: up <laughs> yeah they figure that out and they just forgot
0: yeah and they're just like you forgot and she's manna waller was like i am sorry i had a lot on my plate
1: reach out james reach out
0: yeah you we got, got plenty it. of ideas we can punch up a script for you
1: <laughs> as um, long as punch up means make it worse
0: uh no punch up means be paid money to throw seven jokes into a movie that'll never be used
1: all right let's do it <laughs> i'm they, on board
0: they pay a surprising amount of money for people to just throw jokes into a movie and most of the time they don't get at it it's a very bizarre God. hollywood thing
1: that's the dream frankly Oh, I know,
0: isn't it? Just to be able to like go in and write like one or two bits. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so that was last week. Suicide. the Suicide Squad. So that means you're here for the mini episode where we, you know, really bring our A game.
1: Yeah. Well, I thought it was interesting, uh, this this delve we just took into the D C universe, sort of the new the new stuff that they're building. But you know, the D C universe has been around for a while all the dc movies that are tied together every every movie property that um that falls under that uh, that publisher you know uh, mm-hmm. they, they're all in one you know cohesive canonical universe and oh so, yeah sure uh I, i'm really excited to do um a movie that came out in 2005 that precedes suicide squad but i think um i think has a lot of parallels frankly um do you i do think that yeah uh uh so obviously that means if you've done your math correctly at home we're doing um uh vigo vigo mortensen's <laughs> starring role in a history of violence by, just real by, quick by david Cronenberg for some reason
0: <laughs> yeah that's surprising i just have to ask real quick do you really think somebody at home did the math and figured out what movie you were talking about yeah okay yeah if you're the if you're the listener who figured out by him giving you a year and saying it's a vaguely tangential dc related property and you figured out history of violence you let us know
1: look they're both movies by dc about crime and repentance okay
0: i'll be honest i don't remember what the plot of history of violence is <laughs> other than i remember one time he smashes a guy's face in with a coffee pot that's and there's a really awkward
1: sex scene that is correct <laughs> You are nailing those moments. And frankly, Suicide Squad had a really really weird implied sex scene. So, you know, true. You've got me there. He wins, guys. <laughs> He's got me again. Um, yeah, 2005, History of Violence, based on a 97 comic that I've not read but will, as I always do, my research folks. Um, that is, that is probably a, a real weird turn for us on this podcast. Cause we do, we do comic book movies, the main ones that everyone knows about. We do the earlier stuff like Blade, you know, that, 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 the, the proto comic book movies and the really early stuff like the Superman and Batman and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes we venture into doing like weird indie comics that are like vaguely horror, like 30 days of night or uh, or stuff like that, but this one is like, I'm pretty sure like one, I, I think one awards. <laughs> I want to say maybe. One, I, I at feel least, like at least nominations for uh, uh, something. I'm I'm pretty confident. I feel like this is one of those
0: movies too that like, uh, I feel like every so often because this happens sometimes when Ben will bring a movie to me and be like, we should do this movie. Is you say, hey, that was a comic book. That's based on a comic uh-huh. book because like, I, I don't know if history of violence was a very well-known comic you know i i certainly i remember when this movie came out i had never heard of the comic um uh, so i do oh it was nominated for two oscars then best oh, performance shit. by an actor yeah. in a supporting role william hurt and best writing adapted screenplay for uh josh olsen so there you go yeah
1: it was. It was. It was in a bunch of stuff. The, the, the won Ken's movie Festival. of the year at the
0: AFI Awards
1: USA. Yeah. So. So re- really serious. Really serious movie. Not something we typically see <laughs> in our line of work here on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Rare do we. But if any... you, if you think it'll be boring, let me share this tidbit with you. If you take a quick, if you take a quick glance uh, at the Wikipedia, which says <laughs> that in a deleted scene you can see a dream sequence in which um morganson uh uh shoots someone with a shotgun one of the gangsters um he then approaches uh the mangled body of the man he shot uh and shoots him again in the dvd extras onset footage morganson suggests that that his character should pull the gun from his own chest cavity in this dream sequence cronen huh. cronenberg while amused by the idea rejects it for being too self-referential self-refer- and, and discusses a scene in his great film videodrome where a character pulls a handgun from his own stomach um why is cronenberg doing this movie it's I, yeah, not his yeah, bread and butter
0: it feels so like odd because I, like what i know of cronenberg is like he's famous for making weird movies you know like scanners uh dead ringers um you know he's just got like a weird take on film and this feels like such just like an ordinary movie
1: the fly naked lunch oh yeah yeah obviously The Fly. i should have counted that one pretty pretty weird films uh uh and i i was looking up some stuff on videodrome because i uh i was roughly aware of that movie but i mean just Take a look at it, guys. I mean, I don't know what Cronenberg is doing, but I love it. And the fact that he does this movie about... I I want to say a relatively quiet, received... Quietly received, like, graphic novel. Like, this came out in the 90s. I don't recall it being a particular hit. I guess it would have been, like, too young to have read it, I suppose. I don't know, but... um, Yeah,
0: I really don't remember the comic very well being, like, super
1: popular, but... So it leaves, it leaves one to wonder how this um, how this even like ended up in someone's uh, in someone's brain to, to adapt this and then give it to Cronenberg and Ray. Yes, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing that I think is, like, like,
0: it's like, crazy. This is, uh, like, after the, you know, sort of, like, Daredevil came out and Spider-Man, and both of them did, like, killer. And Daredevil's a shit movie, but, I mean, like, financially, that movie made Fucking bank i mean it, it did really well financially and that sort of spurred the like gold rush to make comic book movies but this is one of those ones where you think was a studio just like buying anything that was a comic book because like who who came to them and was like i have this great comic book <laughs> that i think you know what i mean it just doesn't seem like a film that would have been purchased in like the comic book gold rush because it's really just a crime story you know what i mean it's, it's a perfectly good crime story, but I don't know, it would just sort of be like now somebody buying like criminal or um what's that other Ed brubaker series he does. Anyway, but yeah like one of those like an Ed Brubaker story where it's sort of just like just a, a sort of mob story. But it's like it's a great right. it's a great comic. I love Ed Brubaker. But, right. like, it wouldn't be the sort of thing you would expect somebody to be like, we need to cash in on all these Marvel superhero movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not
1: the one Find you'd Find me an to.
0: indie comic about, like, essentially, uh, you know, the mafia. So, yeah, it's, it's just a, definitely an interesting take. And I, I remember so very little from this movie. I just remember there being the really awkward sex scene, him beating the shit out of a guy, and then that weird scene where they shoot at him.
1: I'm particularly excited about it. Um, can, I just want to mention... Isn't it cool that his name is Vigo? Do we? Is this? I just. No, it's a it's, terrible thing. He's the villain from the second Ghostbusters. Uh, well, uh, fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he lives in a
0: painting. Ben, he just took up acting because he, he got bit by the bug when he was in Ghostbusters. Is Buster that 2. canon? Is his name actually Vigo in Ghostbusters 2? Because I might be
1: wrong. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh I'm sure there's there's many fans screaming at the at the screen uh, or at their podcast app um that this is indeed
0: uh Yeah, I don't know. We'll never know. I mean, I could look it up, uh, yeah, but it feels like I, a lot of it. I
1: I feel like we have to look it up and uh and and frankly uh I don't have time. Uh I'm excited to do this film. It's really weird for us. <laughs> it's the yeah. only chance the uh and yeah it is vigo the carpathian um yeah all uh, right
0: guys i was right we knew it, it is but.
1: an opportunity for us to do a a nominated film <laughs> yeah i can't imagine we've done a lot
0: although i'm sure no, some of the movies we've done have been some of the like old superman
1: maybe uh, yeah something you know, but the, the uh
0: Oscars, they always gave like science fiction movies so not a lot of pretend supporting like role
1: added. or or script Oscars going to superhero movies? That's for damn sure. Yeah. Um. And, and so not a lot of those, but also uh, a chance to do, <laughs> a, like a meditative film on violence and identity. It's gonna be a. Uh, it's gonna be a fun take. Also, the only chance to do a Cronenberg film. I I do not think he. I mean, I. If David Cronenberg were to do like the next Ant Man movie, I'd be pretty excited. Be pretty into that. <laughs> yeah,
0: I would. I would definitely be like, yeah, let me see it. I mean, this is. <laughs> Although maybe we're wrong. Maybe this is the real Cronenberg. You know, maybe that other stuff was just like, he was like, I got to do something weird so people know my name so I can go on to direct History of Violence.
1: Yeah, that's true. So, next week... Now I'm just just looking through Cronenberg movies. Go ahead.
0: Next week, we'll be doing History of Violence. Uh, It looks like it's available to rent from Amazon, YouTube, The Usual Places. Uh, Check it out. Come back next week. And listen to the podcast. If you have a suggestion for a movie, if you're the person who did the math and figured out we were going to do history of violence before Ben said it, uh, let us know at uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, slash NAOSpod, at all those. Uh, If you have a suggestion for a movie too, let us know. Until next week.
1: Vigo.